You want to find your tribe of raving fans, and that's just what we're here to help you do. This is the Tactical Titans podcast by Justin Lamb of the Tactical Program, where we help entrepreneurs build better businesses by not only sharing insights and candid conversations, but by nurturing our minds as well. Get ready to build, automate, and scale your business, because here we go. Here's your host, Chief Strategist of 360 Media and Educator at TacticalProgram.com, Justin Lamb. Hey there, podcast listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Tactical Titans, and I am so happy to meet with you guys today. have your ears. Um, I really have some great news to share. Uh, as of Monday, October 11th, um, in the morning at 12.15, uh, well, actually 12.13, uh, we introduced a brand new healthy baby boy into the world. Our baby boy is named Ash, and it's been what a ride. I mean, honestly, that's all I really can say is what a ride it's been. Um, you know, it was unexpected. We had a planned C-section on the Thursday coming, uh, but as luck would have it and Murphy's losses, uh, you know, it doesn't go always as planned. And, you know, uh, Mel's water broke early in the morning uh, on the Monday and uh, off we went to the hospital. Uh, and, you know, so funny enough, uh, today's theme for this podcast, I was going to talk about taking time for yourself as a business owner and really, um, you know, that proverbial work-life balance. <clears throat> so, I'm going to share with you a little bit of the nuts and bolts of how, what I view a work-life balance is uh, and whether it actually exists. Uh, and then the other part of it is kind of kind of sharing with you some stories about what it is that, uh, you know, has gone on in my life and, and how I came to some of these realizations. And hopefully that you're going to get uh, a little bit of insight about, you know, what that looks like. And maybe, you know, you can empathize or, or you can relate to, to some of the stuff that um, I'm talking about. And I'm hoping that uh, it'll add value to know that maybe you're not alone. Um, and or if you're going through things for the first time, that uh, it, it has it has time to end. So let's get to it. So, uh, work-life balance. Uh, my, my first initial um, thoughts about work-life balance is uh, there is not really any one such thing. And and the re- reason why I say that is because, you know, I view uh, effort as a 100%. I don't believe you can give more than 100% because if you're giving more than 100%, well, then you're really not giving 100%, are you, right? So, uh, I, and I understand what, you know, the, the colloquialism and, and the symbolism behind that is, you know, when people talk about giving it 110, whatever, um, you know, and, and the honest truth about it as capacity, if we say, you know, we only have 100% available in us. Uh, I don't believe that, you know, we can give more than we can. We can surprise ourselves and see what that tolerance looks like. Um, but what I'm going to say is that, you know, we have a proverbial uh, max limiter that we can handle on a sort of day-to-day basis, um, but it's not 100%. And we go to 100% when we need to, but we can only sustain that for a short amount of time. Uh, and in the coaching that I do with people, I really talk about it as um, it's a sprint. Uh, and, and as such, you're doing so at a very short interval uh, at high, high intensity, giving everything that you've got. Um, and, and sometimes even, you know, more than you thought you had, but it is really what you have available inside you, the capacity uh, in order for you to perform that duty. And so uh, most people burn out long before they even get to that hundred percent if it's chronic. And so, 
when we talk about work-life balance, in my opinion, I think of it as a marketing message that really has a, a difficult ground in terms of trying to apply that to real life. Because I think us as human beings, as a whole human being, uh, we ebb and flow and we do so by the relationships of things that are happening to us at that given moment. And so, you know, work-life balance might be that, you know, in proportion over an extended period of time, you might allocate, you know, fairly similar time resources to work or, or home uh, balance. <clears throat> but in the micro, uh, in, in the day-to-day, the hour-to-hour, we're, we're really not, you know, we're allocating, you know, more in one direction and more in the, or more in the other. And so, you know, in, in general, what we're really talking about is uh, the maximization of time, right? It's how are we going to get as much done as we can in a day uh, and still be effective and moving, you know, forward uh, in both our personal and our work life. And so at work, you know, as with many things, you know, you're going to put the things that are burning and on fire up at the front of the room and you're going to accomplish and try to quelch those fires. And with that, you're going to then pull back at home. Okay. Now, much to the chagrin to some of our spouses, um, when we do that, it's not that we don't care about our families, right? And, and if you're a person who stumbled across this uh, podcast and, you know, you're, you're maybe not a business owner or, you know, your, your, your spouse is a business owner, you know, hear me up. It's not that we don't care. And it's not that we don't believe that home is uh, important to us. And at any given time, you're going to be the same. You're going to have other things in your life uh, that might supersede, uh, you know, the family balance and or, you know, the needs of other people, your, your, your immediate family, your extended family, um, you know, community contributions, whatever that might be. But as a business owner, uh, you, you kind of have two babies, right? You, you have the family, you know, as you're incubating babies and, and, and your relationships, uh, you know, your immediate family, uh, your extended family, your, your, uh, and then of course you have to add your friends as well. But on the business side, you know, we're, we're managing clients and projects and that sort of stuff. And, you know, for any one moment in time, if we just take a fraction of time, you know, a day, a month, uh, a couple of months, a quarter, uh, you're going to see that your business owner, you're, you're going to focus heavily in a single department. And, you know, I don't believe that you can focus equally on both work and family at any given time. And so, you know, it really comes to about organization. How are you going to organize and allocate parts of your life so that you have a good push and pull uh, in, in sort of a more equal like distribution. And you know, that's not necessarily balanced because it's not necessarily sustainable because things happen, things will happen in your work and things will happen at home. And at any given time, you might be needed more in one place than the other. And so, you know, if you do reach an equilibrium, it is going to be very short lived. Uh, and, and you can expect that. And if you can expect that, you can know that that happens, uh, then you can maybe be a little bit easier on yourself on a day-to-day basis. Uh, you know, so often social media and, and the media in general, you know, marketing has told us that, you know, hustle life is important and that, you know, if we're not working 60, 80, you know, 90 hour weeks, um, that we're not, we're not doing what it takes to be successful. And, and there, there's argument to that. I mean, so I'm not going to discredit the people who do work an unlimited amount of time, but 
you know, my philosophy is this, what you focus on, that energy will flow and the amount of success can be sort of related, you know, in terms of, you know, the allocation of time and focus and resource. But what really is the prevention of you achieving some of the things that you really want to achieve is uh, really focusing down on the singular items that are critical and instead uh, dispersing your attention and your your resources across too many things. Uh, and so, you know, much like, you know, investing or, you know, whatever, um, when you are looking at, you know, trying to be successful, having a really diverse portfolio is great. It weathers up and down uh, and, and, you know, you're not going to see great gains in any one department, um, you know, affecting the entire portfolio because as one, you know, part of the market goes up, another part of the market might go down. And if you have an all weather portfolio, uh, you, you might generally see an uptrend, but you're not going to necessarily see the spike as if you were to say buy a singular stock like Tesla uh, or Apple before they shot up. Uh, and, and in that case, you know, if you put all your eggs in a Tesla, you know, when it hit its major spike, then of course you're going to reap that reward. Well, work-life balance is no different, okay? Um, in, in that at work, you know, you could put your time into marketing, sales, creation of systems, your people, uh, the product, the research and development, all of these different things, and all of them take valuable time from your day. You know, uh, even within the marketing realm, you have so many different ways to market, so many possible mediums. And the difficulty with that is when you're sort of being distracted by the new shiny object and you're trying to learn new things and you're trying to, you know, uh, to do everything that social media or, or marketing, you know, gurus tell you, the, the difficulty comes is that uh, you're spread so thin that you don't have any really great effect in any one department. Um, you know, at least at, at, at a given time. And so it feels frustrating, doesn't it? It feels frustrating that you can't get further along than you are. But the trick is, is actually to narrow down that scope and pick a very small subsection of that marketing or the, you know, or, or a particular task at a time and focus heavily on it. And by focusing heavily for that short sprint going full on uh, as much as you can give it for a short amount of time, you're going to accomplish more in the long run then you are trying to do a little bit of everything over a long period of time. Now, you know, time is our finite resources as individuals and human beings. And so, you know, if you really want to have that great success, you really do have to focus, you know, your life more heavily in that particular department. Now, success doesn't necessarily have to be in the business world. Of course, you know, the business is actually a vehicle for a life. And, you know, for those people who have tuned in, for an extraordinarily long time, you know, this is now reaching end of year two of this podcast. If you've tuned in this far, you know, you, you would know that I talk about fulfillment being the other half of that and that our businesses uh, are our vehicles to help us find fulfillment, right? They're, they're not necessarily the fulfillment you know, end all, right? You know, if we have a successful business, we're making money. That doesn't that doesn't drive happiness. We, we've seen that in, you know, many, many different realms of, you know, millionaires who commit suicide, uh, you know, seemingly very popular people who, you know, reach great successes, uh, live what ends up being a very miserable uh, life. And you know, the difficulty with that is if you only measured success, if the only litmus uh, of, of success was, you know, how much money does your company make? Uh, then yes, okay, that's great. But success also means, you know, how are you contributing to other people? How do other people view you? How do you impact other people? How do you make them feel, right? Um, if you have children or you decide to have children, uh, you know, what do you impart to them? What are you 
you leave behind as a legacy. And so all of those things also, you know, contribute to our, our success. And so, you know, if you are looking to, you know, have that balance, that balance in work life, don't sweat it. Instead, here's some things that I can possibly offer to you. Now, uh, one of the things that I discovered fairly early on is burnout is real. And burnout occurs when you are not just busy doing things, uh, but in fact, what you're not doing is allocating time for you to breathe. Okay. Now, not saying that you, you know, need days and days to breathe, but you need a moment of time to close a stress loop, you know, and stress is induced by all sorts of things. And if you tuned into a previous podcast with me and Aaron Bentley, uh, you would have, you know, heard about the stress loop and, you know, some of the things that we can do to close that stress loop is have a really good cry and or physical exertion. And, you know, when we're working and we're, you know, using our brains to the max and we're not allowing ourselves to give our nervous system a break, you know, ultimately that that breaks down on us and stress, even if you love what you do, there's still a level of stress, you know, uh, that you put on yourself. And so my recommendation, instead of trying to like force yourself to take vacations is instead allocate time in your day for nothing, literally nothing. Allocate the time though. So by allocating the time uh, where you are not to there just catch up on work and stuff, but to allocate your time to do whatever you want to do, whatever pleases you, closes the stress loop, uh, whether it's like a little bit of physical exertion, time for you to read, think, uh, and, and be creative. This is an opportunity that's actually really quite beneficial. And so hear me out. Uh, early on, when I was running both the the rehab clinic and uh, 360 as, as it was growing, I, I did work, you know, upwards to about 80 hours a week and not that I'm using it as a badge of honor, but it was the very first discovery of how long you could really run that for. Uh, and, and unfortunately I hit burnout and, and, you know, in the earlier episode, I probably talked about it where, you know, I, I came down and I really couldn't get out of bed. And I was so fortunate that it didn't happen on a weekend where we we're shooting weddings at the time. Uh, and, you know, by the time I recovered, I was sort of back up and running. Uh, and I was very fortunate at that time to have a team who, you know, kind of bailed me out on the very first of, of those days. But, I, you know, I was able to, to kind of survive the rest of it. But, you know, what it taught me was that, you know, we can't go full cylinders for an extended period of time and that we need time to let our bodies uh, recover. Now, later on, as, you know, 360 sort of moved into uh, commercial work and creativity, uh, I also came across a similar event where it wasn't necessarily a meltdown or a um, uh, a point where we we came to physical exhaustion, but it was I was having a lot more blocks in terms of being creative and started to think outside the box, and I realized it was because I was working heavily again, and I was wasn't taking the time and carving out that time in my day to close that stress loop. Uh, and, and it was really quite apparent. And what I realized is, as I dug further and I started to, you know, work towards doing this, this work that I do now with tactical is that we need periods of rest where we need to schedule it in like it's exercise or, or whatever it is. And, and, you know, you can use exercise and that's great. I, I actually, it's quite beneficial to all of us to go out and do some physical exertion. But what it really needs is we need time to calm down, we need time for ourselves to focus 
uh, even if that exercise is a walk or to slow down long enough for our stress hormones to drop. And when our stress hormones are able to drop, what happens is that our cue starts to, to go back up. You know, we're not shunting blood away from our brain. Uh, the creative juices start to flow. And you get some of those aha moments. You get some introspection that goes on when we kind of put on the brakes a little bit. When we pump those brakes a little bit. Uh, it gives us time to think. And that's the most valuable part of, of the cycle. And so, you know, the biggest tool I can in, tell you is that in your day, in your weeks, you need to carve out time, you know, an hour block or two hour block every you know, week or every couple of days in your schedule. You don't have to carve a whole day. You can carve just a couple of hours where you do nothing. You don't schedule anything in there and you just be. You experience whatever it is around you and don't get caught up in anything else, but let yourself be free in the moment. And by being free, you're going to notice a few changes. Your body is going to start to relax, you know, and you know, it's going to tell you you want to do something if it feels like it. If it feels like it needs to go for a walk, you're going to go for a walk. If it needs to go for a nap, you're going to take a nap. If you want to read or you want to just sit on a park bench, that's okay. Be okay with that. That is your body's ability, the time for it to recover and do some of its best work, right? Now, if you're a business owner, okay, and you're working with creatives, you will notice that creatives have difficulty sitting in front of their computer or doing whatever they are to be creative eight hours straight. It doesn't happen, okay? And I've had this conversation with many people um, over, over court coaching and, and people ask me questions. And, you know, when we're a creative agency, we can't work the same as uh, a person who's maybe doing data entry. Uh, and, and even then, you know, people are really only productive five-ish hours in a day. But an editor or a person who's doing something with creative flow, an artist, can't do it in, you know, long, long stints. You can't just sit there. It, it needs to come to you. And as soon as you add stress, you remove that artistic element. And then they start to revert to just sort of core, simple basics just to kind of get them through. But the true genius, the true creative work happens when they are allocated the time and resource. And you're no different as a business owner. If you want to, say, improve the vision of your company, if you want to work on research and development of your product or to improve a service that you offer, Doing it under stress is really difficult because your mind isn't there and your mind isn't capable of, you know, handling the fires that are around you and then trying to be creative all at the same time. So you need to carve that time out of your day and, and you don't carve that time out of your day and then go spend that with family. No, it's, it needs to be separate time for itself. Okay. Now in your family life, uh, that is also the same, you know, to be your best person at home in your life you can't come home with the stresses of work. And, you know, if you're coming home with the stresses of work, it impacts everybody, your spouse, your kids, uh, and yourself, right? And, and when you do that, you're not serving anybody more than if you just stayed at work, honestly. Uh, in fact, you probably have a much more chipper household in that escape. But that, that is not the idea, right? Okay, I'm not giving you permission to stay at work and work 80 hours a week is an excuse. Don't, don't go telling your wife or, or, or husband that you're going to stay at work uh, for 80 hours because, you know, it's better that you do that than be at home. No, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, is don't take the stresses from home and it also allocate that time in your work day to, you know, spend some time to yourself so that you come home free from that 
you know, exhaustive element that leads us to burnout and allows you to be creative and allows you to be more present with the people at home. Okay. Now you can also carve this into your home life, but what I've found the reality is, is that, you know, most of us spend most of our day at work. And of course, if you have young children, they'll have a lot of time with them. And so, you know, rather than, uh, you know, trying to, to force that in before your kids come you know, home or that before you go home for the evening is some of that de-stress time can come afterwards after you put the kids down um, and, and take some time for yourself. Now, you want to watch TV? Go ahead. And, and there, you know, that doesn't mean that it's wrong, right? Uh, but what I'm going to suggest is that you allocate the time, that you say it's an hour, you stick to that hour. Because what happens is, is uh, if, you know, you leave yourself and you have an addictive personality, um, you may go down the rabbit hole and then four hours have gone by and you've you know, not had that, uh, you know, that you've had the time to relax, but then a little bit too much of that. And you don't, it's hard to get back on the horse, right. And start to, to kind of go back to do some work and kind of do your creative juices. And, and you don't want to really burn yourself out. You still need lots of rest. Uh, so, you know, don't, don't burn four hours of Netflix and then try to grab another three hours of work in and then try to sleep for the, you know, early in the morning for a couple hours and go back to work. You know, at the end of the day, you still need rest. Uh, and you just need to allocate your day better. But just know that you can't, you know, you can't win the game of work and or life, right? Like it's an infinite game. You either run out of resources or run out of time. And so in that case, enjoy it for the journey and know that every day that you go back to work, there's going to be more work. And every day that you go back home, that there's going to be more stuff to do at home. And if you can be okay with that, uh, you're going to find a greater sense of fulfillment. Right. Now, uh, in another podcast, we're going to share with you some tools that you can maximize some of that time uh, and how you can better you know, approach and pursue some of the goals. Uh, but for the purpose of this podcast, it's really about that work-life balance and how do we get that. And I really, truly believe that we don't. And we run in circles and sprints for the time being. And if you're trying to pull yourself in too many directions, you're just going to burn out because you only have 100%. And chances are, if you're pulled in too many directions, you're not giving anybody really great uh, result overall. So uh, that's it for this podcast. Take some time in your day uh, to carve out, be with yourself for a moment, away from the work, away from the family, and do something that you would like to do. Refresh yourself, get clear, get back on the horse, and give the next sprint a go in whichever facet that you want. Uh, and know that over time, you're going to see a, sort of a more work-life balance-ish chart. But in the micro, in the day-to-day, -day, I don't believe that exists. So, you know, it's, it's, it's about duration and time. And, you know, if we're looking at decades of time, you might find a little bit better way to allocate those time and resources. And in the micro, you're just going to have to look at the day-to-day -day and, you know, find the things and the tools that'll help you refine and focus your efforts so that you're moving in the right direction that you want to move uh, and that fulfills your life. So tune in next week as we talk a little bit more. Uh, thank you all for listening in and I really deeply appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. 
We want to thank you for listening to the Tactical Titans podcast produced by 360 Media. Your time is valuable, and we're deeply humbled that you are spending this time with us. We'd love to connect with you. Find us on Instagram at 360photo and at Tactical Program. You can also email us. We want to make this channel great, something you enjoy, and find tons of value. Send us your insights to info at 360photo.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us reach more listeners. As always, tune in next week as we help you become Titans of Business and Marketing.